Hello and welcome to Line Noise once again. Got a sort of special edition for you this time. Uh, this is an interview that I was lucky enough to do with Juan Atkins and his daughter Milan uh, this summer at Primavera Sound Festival, uh, just before he played uh, as Cybertron, or with Cybertron, I should say. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Radio Primavera Sound. It is an absolute honor to be here with someone who is a legend, not just of electronic music, but of music as a whole. Uh, it's Mr. Juan Atkins. How are you? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and you're also here with uh, your daughter as well, Milan. Milan Ariel. Nice to meet you. Yes, hello. Nice to meet you. Juan, I wanted to start on what's I should probably say first, you're going to be playing Cybertron tonight yeah, yeah. at Primavera Sound. Is that the second Cybertron gig since the London one, or have you done ones? In this is this would be the second one, yes. Okay. Uh, since last month, in London. One winner, yeah, last month in London. How did which it was the debut show, by the way, of Cybertron? And how did it go in London? Oh, it was great. It was uh, it was uh, very good. I mean, the Barbican is more of a, like a concert hall. And uh, so it was like, uh, wasn't really standing, you know, it was like people like sitting to see like a orchestral concert, but we turned it into a club. And uh, and it was uh, amazing to see these people by the end of the show, like everybody in the aisles dancing. And uh, so that was a kind of a weird, unique experience. And I heard that basically all of like Britain's electronic music, uh, electronic musicians were there. It was like a who's who. Yeah, yeah, I guess the electronic music royalty was there. Craftwork members were there as well. Craftwork members were there. Wolfgang Fleur was there. Yeah, I, as my guest. Yeah. I was going to say, was he on the guest list or did you mention? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just, just. Yeah, we we talked before, so he, you know. Uh, but he he had told me when we talked. And he said, yeah, I'm coming to the show. And uh, then he said, well, can I get on the guest list? I said, sure. You remember Crawford, you can get on any guest list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe it's an obvious question, but I have to ask, why bring back Cybertron after all these years? Um, well, it, it wasn't a, a decision totally of my own. Uh, I guess uh, with with you know the Cybertron is the band for those who don't know that I first started my career as and um, and I guess with where the, the progressions that the electronic music and, and techno music has taken uh, Cybertron is sort of a cult status you know and uh, we never did ever did a Cybertron show so um, I guess it was like uh, with the state of uh, electronic music, it was time to, to do a Cybertron show <laughs> and do more music for Cybertron. So that's what we did. Well, that's something I want to come on to later. But for, how did it uh, how did it feel? You know, when when you're playing those songs on stage, those songs that you composed almost 30 years ago. Uh, well, you know, I mean, I've 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 been. I mean, I had a little experience playing the act, some of those songs, 
but uh, because I was uh, touring before as Model 500, which is the entity that I currently record under uh, until now, actually. But um, so, uh, but, but, but doing it as Cybertron, as the actual group that actually made like some of those classics, uh, it feels different, you know. And uh, and from what I'm told, it's uh, it sounds a lot better in this in this configuration. You don't strike me as a nostalgic person, correct? Uh, or maybe you yeah. are. I don't know. Are you are you nostalgic? Nostal- well, uh, <laughs> depends on how you apply that word, I think. Uh, but uh, I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm known for for futuristic future vision, you know, future outlook. So um, I guess that would be kind of opposite of nostalgia, wouldn't it? Um, but, you know, everything comes from something. And, you know, so, you know, it's sometimes it's good to acknowledge where you came from. Would you still call yourself a, a, a futurist at this time? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, I think a part of the part of the promotion is that, you know, this is like, okay, classic, you know, uh, vintage uh, techno music or techno band. But, uh, you know, there there's like four uh, new tracks that we play uh, that that I will uh, be releasing uh, as uh, with the new album. So um, it's not just totally nostalgic, as you said. Tell me about the new tracks. What can you tell us? And, and the new album as well. Well, I mean, the album's not quite done, but some of the highlight tracks is one track called Maintain, which is about the fifth or sixth song in the set. Um, and uh, it just, it was, it, it kind of like, it felt so good making this track, you know, uh, because um, it, it's, it, you know, it, I was able to, uh, virtually create the sounds that I created on analog gear uh, which was sort of a, a, a really good experience and and then also add uh, the best elements of, of, of new uh, and digital uh, abilities um, and, and um, it's uh, very you know very intriguing I, I want to ask about Kraftwerk. You brought them up. They're, they're obviously one of the references for live electronic music. Did you did you discuss with them your plans, what you were going to do? Like when um, you were thinking of taking Cybertron out on the road, did you sort of ask them? Actually, did I ask what? Sorry. Did you discuss like how can you do it and how to do it better? Oh, you mean like did I ask for tips? Well, maybe. <laughs> um, I mean, definitely they're they're a large influence. Uh, on on a lot of my music, um, um, and uh, I even actually invited Wolfgang to a, to a uh, a rehearsal, uh, but I mean, of course, he didn't show. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't think that they would. I think that they could show. They've shown better than they can tell what they you know what uh, what they do and what what can can be done. And so basically, um, yeah, I, I would, I, I would, wouldn't be truthful if I if I said that they they didn't give me some type of a inspiration on on uh, 
the uh, I guess the, the vibe that they have and what. Have, have you seen the 3D show they've done? Yeah, I've seen the 3D show. Um, it, was, it was pretty pretty good. Yeah, but you know that. But I mean, I've been following them from day one, so it's like, you know, that people a lot of people don't know. It's like, although they build this late lately as the 3D show. I mean, they've been playing with 3D and stuff like that throughout their career. So, um, uh, yeah. uh, sorry. No, no, please go. On. <laughs> So, I mean, it was nothing really new for me, you know, as, as a dedicated uh, fan of Kraftwerk, but, uh, you know, people that just are now, you know, just, I mean, I get people coming up to me and like say, hey, I, I just started listening to techno music and electronic music like two years ago. And uh, I mean, I, it would be something very new for them, you know. What about, um in your live show, um, certainly the Barbican was in collaboration with Pilot, who um, are described as visual technologists. Are they collaborating for the rest of the tour, or was it just the one show? No, they're here. And how, how they're important? They're here as well, and they'll be uh, with us for the next show. And, and you know, um, I mean, I, you know, they're definitely good guys to work with, and very creative, as you as you just said. Um, so, I don't foresee not playing, not this this configuration not staying together for you know many shows. You are here today with your daughter Milan Ariel. Yes. Hey. I I was reading an interview with you, Milan. Milan Ariel or Milan? How should I? Uh, Milan Ariel, Milan Adkins. They're all my real names. <laughs> Milan Ariel. I, I was reading an interview with you, and you were saying that he didn't take you on tour, but you always wanted to go, right? Is that yeah. correct? What changed? Well, I think just as a kid, him being my dad, and he was like, well, I have to go here. I'm like, I want to go. Like, just take me with you. But as I got older, I studied music a lot and started making my own music, and now I'm like, I can... And you know, roll with ready. the big dogs, you know? <laughs> like, and now she's ready. Let me be she part of the show. ready before. Yeah. So I think <laughs> he saw, like, all right, you might be ready. Let me bring you on over. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I've got, I'm a massive fan of techno. Yeah. And I've got a daughter. Right. What age should I take my daughter to go and check out techno? Well, I can speak from my own experience, and it was like birth, but I don't know if that's the best thing for any person. <laughs> Worked out pretty well for me, <laughs> but yeah, I was, you know, I'm an only child, and my parents, they're still married, and they would go, when, if he had a gig and it was nearby, they just would take me along with them, so I adapted pretty well. And your own music is kind of a mixture of R&B, pop, and techno, right? Yes, yes. I like, I mean, I have all of those influences growing up as the daughter of the godfather of techno. He played a lot of things for me that a lot of other kids weren't listening to, and I realized that early. But I also have my 90s kids, like, influences. So I put all those into my music, and I create my own thing. I don't necessarily want to duplicate what my dad has already done so I try to see what makes me feel happy when I create music you know Quan what's uh, your daughter's best track her, what's her best track yeah <clears throat> um 
I, well, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have, well, I mean, there's a couple of songs I collaborated with her. I was gonna say but, I saw one. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, and not to be biased, uh, uh, I, I have to say that to me, uh, at least one of them is is my favorite, which is uh, the future is here, and uh, that's the latest one that we did together. And uh, but I also like uh, Alien Love from her. And, and her whole, actually, I really uh, listened to her whole, she just released a, uh, a 12 track tw called 12 Moons, which represented that each m month she made a track and a video. And uh, I think that that was, uh, very, I'm very proud of that work. And I don't know if I ever really told her. I probably, I think I did, but uh, I like every track on, on this, every, all 12 tracks. And uh, so, so, you know, people should definitely take check that out. Check some time. It's called Twelve Moons. And Melana Real, this is a horrendous question. What's your dad's favorite track? Uh, your dad's best track? Is that oh, I think all of them are great. But something that really I've been drawn to lately is uh, Night Drive Through Babylon. Right. <laughs> I just had it played. Came on my phone one day, and I was like, yes, like I see why everyone likes you so much. <laughs> You're still just that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I do remember, I remember when, when noticing that she was really starting to pick up on music. It was a, a, it was a track that I made called The Flow, which is one of when she was a baby. Or, you know, maybe a little bit, of, of, how old you were? Like, she used to always get in the car and say, I want to hear The Flow, I want to hear The Flow. How old you then? Probably about four. Yeah. I think wow. I saw the video being made at, at about uh, that age. Right. <laughs> right. So, what can we expect from tonight's show? How's it going to be? Um, um, high-tech funk music. Best way to describe it. Um, um, and I think that uh, that's that's uh, something that's that's new to the people, and you know, and I, I you know, and, and it, you know, danceable dance. Uh, but also, you know, something to listen to, and um, and and just, you know, we just, you know, we're we're just trying to uh, present uh, the best electronic music available on the planet. And is, is it sort of updated versions of the old songs as well as the new songs? Are they um, pretty faithful? Well, no, we we've we've. I mean, of course, all of the sounds uh, for the like the classic tracks. Well, I mean, we tried to keep it as close to to the, the originals as possible because I always felt that we were 20 years ahead of our time anyway and the rest 30 <laughs> 40 <laughs> yeah and and so I think we right on time right now so I, I don't look to to change them too much because you know records like clear and 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 things like that to me still sound fresh they sound like they could have just been released today what do you think of the, the state of, of techno today? This music that you invented, um, along with other people, but you, know, you, you, you had a massive role in inventing in the late 80s, is now a global sort of musical power. What do you, what do you think of the state of it? Um, well, I mean, I think um, with, with the progress of technology, uh, and of, of course, that's why... I, I, I called it techno music. It's basically techno is short for technology, so it's basically music from technology. 
and but with that technology also it's kind of a double-edged sword because it allowed a lot of people to make music that wouldn't or shouldn't otherwise be making music and so you you get a lot of of stuff that's like maybe like not a lot of thought because it's it's so easy to press a button and get a preset now and uh that's sort of the downside of of uh, technology with this music but uh, on the upside uh there's a lot more i mean the synthesizer always to me the reason why i got into the synthesizer is because you can create sounds un- unorthodox sounds or unconventional sounds and i mean like sounds of space and things if you can imagine what space is sounds like you know you can create this with the synthesizer so i think uh, uh along with uh, a lot of uh, crap musics because of technology there's also a lot of stuff a lot of progress and a lot of uh you know, uh, uh, innovation that's been allowed with the technology as well. So, but sorry. No, I was going to ask. Can I ask you one very nostalgic question? Nostalgic on my behalf, because this is something that, that that interests me. To get it sort of right from your mouth, like what was the first techno record for you? Because I've heard people say Shari Vari, and you say no, 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 it's alleys of your mind. Well. <laughs> Well, since you want to put it in that context. Well, I don't know. Or it might be, it might be Tangerine Dream. It might be... No, no. I don't I mean, know. I mean, I mean, in that context, is, I mean, you know, people, you know, and somebody had to go actually look at the catalog number and see that our record was released, you know, six or seven months before Shari Byron. So uh, I think that that uh, closed that case. Uh, us... Although you know, I mean, it, I mean, we're both from Detroit, and it was like a, something about the, the air or the water or something in Detroit that had young guys, young musicians like myself, kind of on that path. And Shari Vari happened to be uh, another group from Detroit that was that was you know that was there. We just happened to beat them to the punch. Um, uh, no, so please go on. And, you know, but um, I, I don't think that there's. I think that that. I probably don't even know what the first techno. I mean, I you know I coined the term techno, but there was music. I think electronic music is the precursor to techno. I mean, it, I mean it's it's just like the electric light bulb. You know, when that when that happened, it's like it changed the world. You know, uh, you know, and so uh, the same thing with this music. You know, electronics and electricity. Uh, uh, kind of led the way for you know techno- technological developments and, and so you know I, the first electronic record probably would be the first techno record which I probably don't know what that is maybe I should research and look into that yeah, yeah. and <laughs> do you still live in, in Detroit yeah I still live in Detroit and, I mean I'm interested Milan Ariel you're sort of the younger generation in Detroit do you think it still has that spirit that that experimentation I do I mean I'm from Detroit but I didn't grow up in Detroit I went there to go to college when I was about 18 and I've been there ever since and so for me it was kind of rediscovering in my generation what Detroit is about knowing that my parents like ripped through the streets back in the day (laughs) and it's 
pretty different now and there's a lot of things growing a lot of things being built and it's interesting for young people to come hang out so I enjoy it and you said I believe in an interview your musical hero was Aaliyah correct yes well she was one of the first CDs I got that my dad actually gave me because I had a Walkman and I was like this girl is like me and she's making these songs like it was over from there and from <laughs> Detroit, and she's from Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. How about Juan? How about you? How what what um, posters did you have on your wall? Your musical hero. Posters. <laughs> Man, I you know because if you got a poster, posters, it means you love them. No, I'm gonna tell you. I tell you. You know, I'm a '70s baby, and 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 that was the disco funk era, and this was the this was the era where you had to have a black light in your bedroom with neon with neon posters so you know when you turn on the black light the posters would gl- glow and in incense and that's that's so one of my one of my best posters was jimmy hendrix uh, if you want to call a musician uh probably the one that i can remember and uh, that stood out to me was jimmy hendrix poster that i had i wanted to ask about family as well seems like the perfect opportunity with with you both here um kevin saunderson is working with his sons i believe yeah robert hood is working with his daughter yeah this strikes me as a really unique thing three sort of techno icons i know you're not well you know you are working together three techno icons working with their daughters what is what is it about is there like a really strong sense of family in in detroit how how come that, that there's been these three these three examples? Um, you know what? I probably should let Milan take that question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking. <laughs> for me, I can just come from my personal experience, and I grew up in the studio. Like I I was always intrigued. I'm like, my dad's going where to do what? Like I wanna <laughs> I wanna go. I wanna do that. And then I realized that I had a passion for music very young, singing and choir and things like that, reading music. I was like, yeah, I, I, he it has to be in my blood. And so I just pursued that. My own passion for music kind of led me in his footsteps. And I could imagine that these other kids are doing the same with their fathers. They're like. If they really have a passion for music, they're going to go for it. Okay. So we're going to come close to wrapping up there. I want to ask one thing um, for both of you. What's next? Juan, what's next for for you? Cybertron Model 500? Uh, yeah, I'm going to continue on. I mean, the, the, of course, the album, uh, album, albums for both uh, of my, uh, my uh, entities. Uh, and you know and other things that i do i mean making music basically i mean plain and simple uh i think right now uh we're in an age right now where audio i mean you see this great visual laser show that we have and i think that that's something that's going to progress and and more innovation and and the syncing of audio and visual together and you know you have things like a, a virtual virtual reality uh, that is incorporates, uh, you know, w- you know, with the, uh, the VR and uh, you know this art, art AI and things like this. And I think that that technology is just going to further uh, go forward and 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 do things. And and I wouldn't even call it just. I mean, it's uh, an experience. 
Right. You know, uh, that that's that will be unimaginable. I mean, like even like maybe five years time, you can, you, you probably can't even imagine where it's going to be in, in just five years, probably. Milan, what do you think? What, well, what's your next like step? He just said it. <laughs> I'm like, you, you can't really imagine where things can go from here. But being around all of this and seeing what these guys are doing now is just a lot of inspiration for me to keep going and seeing what I can do later or different or, you know, create my own path of innovation. You never know. So I'm just going to keep coming to the music and seeing what happens. <laughs> Do we know when ish the new Cybertron album is coming out? Uh, you know, I, 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 I've learned I've learned by experience to never put a, uh, a time a stamp on this because later on you can play this back and if, if the album is not out by the time I said it, then I then I look bad, right? But uh, I, I will I will say this that uh, this is a priority on my plate right now. And uh, I, I foresee, I mean, we got four or five tracks already done. So, I mean, I mean, what, what is an album actually, what is a real definition of an album? I mean, I can, I can put on, I can put 10 minute versions of all the songs we got right now and call it an album, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so, um, but uh, to, to answer your question, uh, realistically, uh, I would like to, uh, it's, uh, it's always been, a, um, a we may have some some uh, EP or something before this next show in August at Dagmental. Uh, that would be great. Uh, a full album, full length release of Cybertron. I would say um, spring next year. Maybe maybe you know if we if we're lucky and we're quick, maybe by Christmas. But if not, don't play this back and. Uh, <laughs> Well, I, you know, I gave myself a good uh, parameter to work in. You're playing tonight, 1.40 in the morning on the Lotus stage, which is on a beach. It's yeah. very pleasant. Yeah. I am massively looking forward to it. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Juan Atkins, thank you so much for coming on. Milan, Ariel, thank you thank so you. much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, we're going to play out with an old classic, uh, Cosmic Cars. <laughs> Okay. Thank oh, you. Oh, the house mix. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for having me. Stepping on the gas. 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 Stepping on the gas.
Cosmic car. My cosmic car. My cosmic car. 